right, folks, we're back. And it is Monday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman, Kim Wade. Folks, I'm coming to you alive from WYAB 1039 FM. Well, folks, it is uh, Monday. We're glad to be here. Made it through another weekend. I didn't check the body count to see how many uh, uh, the city of Jackson's up to now. You know, this is the city of so much crime, murder, and mayhem. And so, uh, and then I hadn't gotten uh, uh, any uh, updates on the lead laxative report from the CCID, the Capital Complex Improvement District, the jump out boys, the hot boys. They got the streets of the CCID at 400 degrees, baby. If you can't stand heat, you can't stand pain. You better get across the line. And, you know, uh, you know, the criminal element that goes outside of the city of Jackson and commit crimes and come rushing back through here to get into uh, uh, the safe environments of the city of Jackson, where uh, the mayor is very sympathetic to the those who are less fortunate to be chased by the police. And uh, now they got a real problems. Now, when they run from the Rankin County Popos or the Madison County Popos, and they run into Jackson. They can't run all the way into Jackson. Now they go, whoa, whoa, I'm almost in the CCID. They hit the, hit the brakes, and then he's got to ride around the donut. Uh, make sure they don't go inside CCID, because that's where the hot boys are, the jump-off boys. And they slamming them down like dominoes up in there. And you know what? I was thinking about it this weekend, because uh, uh, the mayor had a uh, town hall meeting. Uh, him and his barber. <laughs> I don't know if his barber was there, but anyway, the mayor had one, and Chalk, Chalk Lines had a, a town hall meeting, and then uh, Kenneth I. Stokes, councilman from Ward 3, had one. I think David L. Archie was there and a few others. And believe it or not, Kenny I. Stokes and David L. Archie's town hall meeting had more decorum, made more sense, and got more done than Chalk Lines. Chalk Lines was there with the usual assortment of, um, of uh, pastors and preachers. And hand ringers, professional hand ringers, mourners, if you will. And uh, they basically want to do to the CCID what they did to Jackson, which is basically make it lawless, poverty ridden, and on its way down the toilet. And uh, you got to j- go to Jackson Jambalaya's website. Jackson Jambalaya has them both there side by side. You can see the tale of two uh, town halls. And uh, just, like I said before, if you enter the black thing, the complaining, the Constant uh, get whitey crap. Listen to the mayor stuff, and of course, uh, uh, Pastor Pickett's upset, saying that you know this shouldn't have happened to the young man. Yada, you know. I'm thinking, well, I don't know about this guy. Maybe it should not have. You know, we'll see when it all comes out. But I didn't hear the the right reverend complaining when was it Stacy? Was the young lady got shot there at Fortification and State Street? Got shot in the back, by the way, not in the head. Shot in the back. By one of, uh, I would imagine, one of your fellow uh, uh, coalition members in the Democrat Party, Pastor Pickett. There were three young black youths that were charged with the crime. And uh, I would suspect that they are all Biden supporters, like you are. So, you know, just for giggles and grins. What are the chances that maybe what you guys are doing over this causing the problem? Maybe you're the reason for the rise of the jump-off boys. Maybe you're the reason why crime is out of control. 
since you guys are so good analyzing what everybody else's problem is and how they're contributing to the problem, just for giggles and grins, could it be you? I mean, don't take it personal, bro. By the way, this is where I'm going to be going going into the uh, uh, possible election for mayor. Two, Pastor Pickett, Pastor Young, Pastor Crudup. Uh, there was a fourth one. Who's the fourth one? Yeah, there's four of them. Anyway, all y'all, to everybody that applies to. And that it, this would include the politicians, too. You guys need to start sharing some money. Pastor Crudup, Pastor Pickett. Pastor uh, Young, I can't say so much about Jerry Young because actually I, he's been pretty responsible in my observation of him down through the years. He's he, I am not, I have not heard his name associated with anything shady. But now those other ones, <laughs> mm, like a oak tree boy. But anyway, you guys need to start sharing the money. Pastor Pickett and Pastor Crudup, you guys need to have some Shark Tank uh, uh, sessions over there at your church. That's where you sit around there like Damon Dash and uh, those other folks. Uh, 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 what's his name? The Dallas Cowboy Mavericks guy. Uh, Cruz, Cuba, whatever his name is. Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. And you guys need to listen to the presentations from some of your church members. And y'all need to sow into them. You ain't got to sow into people who don't go to your church. But sow into your members. They've been sowing into you, Pastor Pickett, Pastor Crudup. And all the rest of you pastors, why don't y'all get something back? Your houses are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You got about 15 churches these white folks on dumped on you. You can't get nobody a $10,000 Holy Ghost handshake loan where they ain't got to go through No Hope Credit Union or Trustmark or Regions or uh, the Black Bank. Just, hey man. You've been a member here for 15 years and you're good to go. And I know you need a little, you know, you need a little come up. Here, here's 10 grand. Why don't they do that? Because they know, because they said from the pulpit, God has blessed them. So why don't y'all make some, why don't y'all do some shot? Why don't y'all be innovative? And that goes for Benny Tom. Where, where does Benny go to church at? I don't even know where he goes. Probably out in Bolton somewhere. That goes for you, Benny. You need to do it at your church. You, 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 you guys can get together a, 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 a conference and a seminar or coalition for everything else. Get together three or four members out of your church and do a Shark Tank. Y'all put the money up. Take the money that comes in from every fifth Sunday and every fifth Wednesday and put it in a fund. And make, You know what? That's straight out of the book of Acts. Come on, pick it. Y'all tell him I'm saying these things, okay? So he'll, and he's welcome to come on in here. Am one of them. Anybody, anything, anybody y'all hear me names call out, tell them they're welcome to come in here. Anytime. And I'm going to be cordial and respectful, but they're going to, look, they're going to answer the questions. But why not? Why can't you be a blessing to somebody? That, that was the thing after Katrina hit down there in uh, New Orleans. And, you know, uh, uh, Jesse DePlant is part of the Prosperity Preaching crew. All these years, because he used to come to Jackson here over the Word of, Word of Faith over on Clint Boulevard. And he was always, uh, if you have a need, sow a seat. And when Katrina hit and it uh, damaged some of his properties, his house or his church or whatever, he on there begging. I said, no, nah, hoss, 
Here's my address. Send me a check. No, send me some cash. Dollar bills, Jesse. And he's still up there. Man, we need help down here. Man, my plane done got messed up. I'm, I'm going to have to ride the dog to come see y'all. Come get my money. I mean, come see y'all. These people full of it, man. Come on. No, no real talk though. Going into that 2025 election, you set aside Negroes and you、uh, black for a living folks. You free to land and you preachers. Y'all ain't going to like me. You ain't going to like what I have to say because I want to know why can't y'all share? You're innovative about everything else, but when it comes to you having to reach into your pocket, whoo, look at the time. You said, what? You ask him for a dollar, you think you're talking to McKinley Mitchell. Bobby Blue Bland, oh, Lord, I don't have no money. Jesus ain't led me in that direction. I wish I could help you. I got to be obedient. Wait a minute. When I'm throwing money down there at the altar while you preaching? No, you guys need to, y'all need to come up off some money. And while we're on this topic, let me get around to these lawyers who sue in the city on behalf of the citizens regarding this water situation. I'm going to ask you, like Future and Drake asked, where were you when all the dogs needed help? Where were you with your ink pen and paper four, five, six, ten years ago? Where were you when Harvey Johnson was reaming us out with the proverbial green weenie with him and his friends and his partners in crime, Mr. Uh, uh, Billy s o b o n s of the set aside、uh, arena? Mr. Socket to him himself. Where were you? So now, all of a sudden, all you lawyers done found your, you done found your voice. Now you're ready to sue on our behalf. Oh, hell no, bro. This is a scam. And if you look at the people involved who are being sued and the people doing the suing, they are the folks who did this stuff to us. All these mayors, former mayors, former council people, former this, that, and the other. No, y'all coming back around for round three of the Green Weenie Escape. No, 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 no. Nope, 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 nope. Don't want it. Because now this money's coming down from、uh, EPA. And this guy, Mr. Regan, he, in my view, he's working hand in hand with chalk lines in this lawsuit. He's giving them everything they need to prove their, their uh, 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 to provide. He's providing all the elements of all the accusations they're making in their lawsuit. Kim, what's wrong with that? Because at the end of the day, the taxpayer is going to have to pay for it. Now, we may, as taxpayers, we may have to come up with 10%, 20%, but 10%, 20% of a billion dollars is $100, $200 million. Now, you see what having to pay back $90 million with the water meter scam. Well, Kim, what's wrong with them making some money? Because they put us in this thing. Let us just keep the two and let them let the lawsuit, because the repairs and stuff is going to、uh, be made. They're going to be forced to be made. This lawsuit is just so that these legal fees can be paid, damages can be paid to these folks, supposedly. But at the end of the day, It's still the taxpayer paying these folks. Let us just take that money that we'd have to pay in legal fees and put it towards street repairs or something else. They always coming back on us to, to grind on our leg, man. They think they are Kelly. I don't see nothing wrong. No, dog. 
Nope, 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 nope. See, this is what y'all going to be going into、uh, 2025 because these issues are going to get brought up. So you can send out Marcus Wallace to run for it. Please, please, I'm sitting back with my fingers crossed. Let us get on the debate,、uh, on the debate stage. And he's sitting up there with that ski mask, looking like that brother from the neighborhood watch program on the sign. Talking about, I'm here to help. I used to be mayor of that way. <laughs> nah, Negro.、Mm-mm. I don't think so. What, Satan ain't available? No, Hoss. This is why I, I, I tell the governor, Governor, if you want to solve the racial problems in this state right now, right now, oh, you got the right Huckleberry in me. Oh, Kim, you just anti black. Nope, I'm anti BS. Because we spend enough money. We got the same Negroes who are eating. Ain't nobody else eating. Life ain't getting better for nobody. They're in all the、uh, top positions that could make a change for the better for everybody, and they won't do it. No, Hoss. No. And I ain't scared. I don't care what y'all think about me, what you say to me, what you, when you roll your eyes when you see me on the street or at the restaurant or at Kroger's. Well, I don't care. I'm that guy. I told y'all years ago, did I not? You can look at the size and shape of my head and see Kim Wade has unresolved issues. You one of them. Chief amongst them. This ain't tough talk, bro. This is just the realization that you people are full of crap. We're going to work with people who want to work with us. You guys are out there pushing this angry Negro motif to your financial benefit to the detriment of everybody else. In the detriment of getting things done, no, no, it's the end of the line for that crap. And I'm gonna show y'all. And for those of you who want, just can't like snowball waiting for me to put my hat in the ring so they can vote against me, please. Hey, by all means, bro, that's what I'm telling the preachers. Hey, tell your congregation that Kim ain't the one, he's the devil incarnate. Yada, yada. man, please give the message because I'm gonna show, as I've been showing down through the last. 30 years I've been on the radio, these people are full of crap. They ain't got no intention of making life better for you. You living way down there, t h e y living way up there. They walk by. Look, they know your situation. They know you're going through. You go to the benevolence committee at the church and ask them, look, man, I'm a little short on my light bill. What? What? You short? Well, why you got fingernails? I mean, what? They, 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 they looking at you through a jeweler's glass. But when they have a need, well, you know, Pastor need a new Rolex. You know, that one I've been wearing has been 10 years old. And my wife needs e d s a new hair. Could you help a brother out? You ain't got no problem asking for themselves, but they get real short. Say, oh, I think I got glaucoma. I can't see, I can't see your problem, brother. But I feel you. What, what Tupac say? Even, I <laughs> even if I can't pay you, <laughs> I understand what you're going through. <laughs> These people are full of it, man. It's just time. Look, it's time to pull everybody. Everybody got to show up and show, show out. Everybody got to do what they're capable of doing. I ain't told nobody younger than me. And the only thing wrong with them is that they got a bad attitude. What that tells me, they're going to starve. Our number is 601 879 0002. We're going to get down to some serious stuff when we come back. We'll be right back. It's Monday. Glad to be here in the studios. Want to remind you about Take a Break Deliveries. Folks, it's a local veteran owned business located in Flowood, servicing Brandon, Pearl, Flowood, Ridgeland, Madison, and parts of Jackson. Take a Break is a restaurant and alcohol delivery business that can deliver to your door and on your schedule. 
whether delivering to your home, place, or business. Del- deliveries are designed to be affordable and on time. Take a break. Deliveries offer you one, over 100 area restaurants to choose from. So when you want to look forward to lunch at work or supper at home, just download the app or visit the website. Pick your restaurant, order from the menu, and in around 45 minutes, you'll be chomping down on some of the best food you can find here in the Mississippi, Central Mississippi area. So, again, you can get the app by going to Apple App Store or get it on Google Play. The website is takeabreakdeliveries.com. Takeabreakdeliveries.com. The number, 317-7657. 317-7657, area code 601. Mr. Holcott is doing it. I mean, this guy, this business is growing by leaps and bounds. If you're looking to uh, get a little side hustle there, I'm sure they're looking for new drivers, too, or extra drivers. Uh, again, takeabreakdeliveries.com. All right, folks, uh, because we left the door unlocked, security is real lax around here. Uh, one of my friends have come in from my old jujitsu school. Mr. Bobby Gillery. What's up? How you doing, man? I heard you, uh, it was an open invitation. Somebody yeah, come here and fight time. you, huh? Yeah, all the time, man. Matter of <laughs> fact, we're going to roll during the next break right out here on this car. <laughs> What's going on, man? Uh, nothing much. You know, just uh, <laughs> in the neighborhood, coming back from work and uh-huh. uh, headed home and uh, figured I'd come say hello. It's good to see you, man. I surprised me coming in. I said, man, security's just lax. Oh, yeah. I'm about to get on floor PD. They should have known. Said, this guy here looks suspicious. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, it's good to have you up in here, man. And uh, uh, Bobby, as a, uh, he was one of my instructors over there. Well, we he was one of many of the instructors over there uh, at the uh, non What is it? Non-combatives? No Limit Combatives. No Limit That's Combatives right. over there in Clinton 408 Cynthia Drive there in Clinton, Mississippi. And they're still conducting classes. We encourage people, you know. Uh, I can sit before. I wish I had started earlier with jujitsu, but I didn't. But I, the time that I spent, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I was telling somebody this weekend. Um, October marks ten years. Is that um, right? So I was twenty-seven when I started, mm-hmm. and I think for the last ten years, I've I've kicked myself because I should have started earlier. Well, like your son, how old was Bobo when he started? Four. Uh, when he started, I think he was like five or six. Oh, okay. Um, but he he's uh he's kind of taking a break. He's running full time cross country and track for school. Yeah. Um. So he's running, you know, uh, putting some mileage in. So he wanted to take a step back, but he's uh he's going everywhere. Well, he's once got in a while. the fundamentals down. So he, he does. can come back anytime. He does. He's got you got a fine son there. And uh, folks, we're talking with Bobby Gurley. Let me just say this about Bobby and his uh, uh his eight to five. He is the lighting specialist. He helps uh. uh Cities, businesses uh, save on their lighting. I guess, well, better yet, you tell us what you do. Yeah, so uh, I'm a manufacturer's representative. Um, I represent 125 lines of lighting, lighting poles, lighting controls, and go across the state and uh, try to get them to use it on commercial projects, industrial projects, things like that. So, like I said, I was coming down from the Delta and mm-hmm. uh, saw, a, saw a truck that looked like yours pass me, and mm-hmm. I said, man, where's he going speeding like that? <laughs> Um, yeah, I heard you were on your way. I said, let me get the hell out of here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, look, uh, uh, this is a pet peeve of mine. You know, I, I'm contemplating running for mayor of our fair city. Sure. Yeah, you know. Uh, but one of the things that bothers me, and it's not just the city downtown Jackson, but all these businesses and shopping centers that have these, the lights you can't even see at night. And like up in the... Uh, Shopping centers up there in Madison County, uh, where the Kroger's is and Lowe's, it's just the parking lots are so dark. What's going on with that? Uh, there's a lot of things. Uh, you don't have enough time to talk about it. Well, actually, I want to know uh, why are they doing it. I mean, because, you know, okay, I know crime is low in these in those cities and yada, yada, yada. But still, 
I don't care for it being that dark going in and out of my car. You know, I, I just don't understand. You know, why put up the light poles if you're going to put a five watt bulb in there? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's uh, you know, that's a pet peeve as well. Um, you know, and I, I guess when you get into the industry, mm-hmm. um, you start noticing things that are pet peeves. And, I don't know if it was the green crap or what. You know, uh, you know, it could be a lot. A lot of time, <laughs> money is the driving factor. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of those. Uh, municipality cities um it's cheaper to buy a um a, a, i guess a cheaper fixture um and so you get what you pay for at mm. the end of the day um but i mean our company has a um uh, like a, a public sector division mm-hmm. where they only deal with municip- municipalities and help them um mm. design their lighting there's things where you can do dashboards where you've got a a city um, you know, public works department and they can monitor all the, the lighting from a dashboard on their computer. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's pretty technical. Okay. Well, one of the things, you know, that I'm still surprised in this age of green energy and all this other crap, you ride by these buildings and you see the lights on all night long. I thought they stopped doing it. Yeah. So, um, a lot of that is just energy code. Um, you know, and, um, we can, we can have another conversation about that later, but, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I see that too. Um, you know, you're driving two o'clock in the morning, I 20, and you see a ton of lights mm-hmm. on in buildings. Um, you know, we should have, um, instead of single pole switches, you know, some sensors to automatically shut them off after 20, 30 minutes. Right. You would think so. You would think so. Tight as money is around here. And, and the thing about building, you know, building maintenance facilities, um, their personnel, uh, again, you can go back to the dashboard and if they're off, they can see, a you know, that level Four, you know, floor number four, uh, they left their lights on. So you can cut them off manually from mm. the computer. Oh, awesome. Yeah. You know, uh, in your line of work, who do you need to see in a ver- in a business? What 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 title or I mean, what position? You know, there's is, there's different chains to... of command mm-hmm. um, for what we do. Um, I sell to um, at the end of the day, we're all selling to the business owners. Right. Uh, we're all selling to the public works departments or the municipalities. So wh- whoever whoever makes those decisions, mm-hmm. um, my day to day grind is um, electrical um, and electrical distributors, okay. and then the business owners, developers, okay. things like that. Okay. Um, my grind is I'm grinding twenty four seven, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bobby calls him on the on the mat. He calls himself the light. He said, "You will see the light, That's right, sir. Bobby Light. That's right." <laughs> well, man, it's always uh, it's always good to have you stop in, man, and just talk about different things. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, so what's going on there with the school, man? Uh, so we uh, we've kind of changed uh, we've kind of changed up our schedule a little bit. Uh, we're still doing uh, Sundays two to fours, mm-hmm. an open mat. So anybody that trains jujitsu um, at a you know a gym in the area, or right. if they're traveling from out of town, um, we it's an open forum. Um, they can come in, and then Monday and Wednesday is more like a um, we wouldn't necessarily call it an MMA style, but it's a striking class that adds the takedowns and the grappling in a no gi scenario. Um, and then Thursday is our gi class. Uh, Tuesday and Thursday is our gi class. Um, but yeah, so we're open now. I think when you were with us, um, I think it was just maybe three nights a week. Right. Um, now we're open Sunday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our classes start at six thirty. Um, and then we've got kids classes as well, Monday through Thursday. Right. Uh, we also have a, like a strength and conditioning class. I think you attended yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, you know, just basically just weightlifting, right? You know, um, strength and conditioning, right? And and that class, I think, has got a, a few people in it, right? 
Right. I don't go to it. I mean, I got this rock solid body. You got you a know, rock solid head. If nothing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that is good. And that's why, uh, folks, you know, as I sit back and uh, my, my time with the jujitsu brotherhood, as it's called, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I realize that the, you know, you, you got to be able to take a punch. You got to be able to come in and you're going to have to take one and, to, you know, to take them down or whatever. But mm-hmm. that's why. I, I like the fact that, you know, you get a little bit of everything over there. You, know? you get a little bit of everything, and that's what I love. I mean, you know, you have, um, uh, I think in, in my 10 years, yeah, everybody asks you, what are you going to do in this scenario? What are you going to do in this scenario? And I think that um, what we train, um, uh, we train a little bit of everything. And I think a lot of our gyms in our area have adapted to that mm-hmm. um, or adopted that um, mentality where, you know, it's not just stand up. It's right. not just takedown. It's not just groundwork. Mm-hmm. So we're incorporating everything right. into it. And and you see that that's a common thing across the country, across the world right. in martial arts right. is uh, they're incorporating the stand up, takedown and the ground. Right. Because, uh, you know, jujitsu is good for the one on one. But you have to anticipate that everybody's out there. You know, that was the thing with hyper keto. You know, you, OK, that depends on a lot of cooperation from the other guy. That's right. And and for the class that, you know, um, I go to tonight, um, it is, you know, if, if an outsider looking in, it's an MMA style class. You right. know, so you're doing uh, you're doing punches, you're doing throwing your elbows, you're throwing your knees. And right. then half of the class is. You're um, you're taking them down. You're mm-hmm. putting them up against the wall. Right. So everything that you're going to see in the cage, we're training, but we're not training to that high level intensity. Right. Just that the MMA, basics. Just yeah. the basics. Yeah. 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 And it's cool. Um, we've got we've got some moms in there, mm-hmm. and you know it, it's really cool that they're learning how to throw the elbows and the knees and stuff right. like that. And you know they're not getting punched in the face. Right. I have a very beautiful face. And so if somebody messes it up by punching me, you know, uh, I'm, I'm screwed. So. <laughs> you need a diaper over it or something. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, uh, folks, that's one of the things that you can get over there at uh, uh, No Limit uh, Combatives there at 408 Cynthia Drive there in Clinton. Uh, you're going to get judo, boxing, wrestling, jujitsu, uh, I guess. And many of the guys, many of the folks out there are, are, are cross-trained already. Yeah, uh, and, and, and that's, again, you know, our our instructor, our Randall, you know, he's the mm-hmm. owner. Um, he, ever since I've started training under him, mm-hmm. he has adopted that you've got to learn everything. Right. You know, why are you not coming to kickboxing? Mm-hmm. Well, you should because mm-hmm. it helps you with this. Right. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's a very good gym. Um, and, you know, all the gyms in our area are, are really good. Yeah. And that's what I like about it because you folks, you are welcome to float in and out of the various jujitsu gyms around here once you become. I mean, you obviously just can't just go park out at every one that's right. every day, but they will allow you to come in and roll. And it's a, like I said, it's a brotherhood. We encourage, regardless of the age, uh, uh, I think you can get into it and just just train at your own level. Train at your own level. That's right. Mm-hmm. And and you know a lot of a lot of my friends. Oh, we gotta take a break. Hold on here. We'll yeah, be go right ahead. Back. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Monday. I want to remind you, the AC doctor stands at the ready to help you with all your heating and air conditioning needs. Keep this number handy, 601-406-7551. That's right, folks. Oh, excuse me, 706-4551. Yeah, that's what I said. 601-706-4551. Keep this written down. You're going to need it when that AC is not up to par or your heating is not up to par, and you need to get it checked out at least once a year. They can do the checkup. Check them out online. The ACDR.com is the web presence. ACDR.com. All right, folks. In the studios with me is my friend Bobby Guillory. Bobby and I actually 
when I started jujitsu over there at、uh, No Limits there in Clinton,、uh, we had a,、uh, a match date for the June, what was it, this, this year? Wasn't it was it? June of this year, that's this right. This year. And、uh, Teeny did I realize this guy had、uh, been praying with a voodoo dial that something would happen to me. And I went down with pneumonia. <laughs> <Yeah> . So、uh, my body got a little out of, uh, 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 let's just say, unprepared. So he was able to skate past that date. Uh, he was praying the rosary. He, this guy was praying to everybody he could think、yeah. of. So,、uh, I was, I was kind of figuring which excuse he would use, <laughs> you know? Uh, that's kind of why I showed up today. Yeah.、Uh-huh. So, you know, well, like I said, man, we can roll right here on this road, bro. We don't need much room. I think、know? the last time we texted, it was another excuse.、Oh, uh, you broke your hip or、uh, broke your back or something. Oh, no, no, no. This guy here, man, he, he had a whole prayer team saying, man, please let something happen to this guy. <laughs> Because, you know, uh, uh, and of course, his son was willing to pick up the mantle. He's got a、uh, young son that he and we used to roll with. And、uh, because I had a little bit more weight on me, even though I didn't know anything, he could have beat me on, he was beating me on technique, but he couldn't get past the weight.、Mm-hmm. And I rolled with his son one night. And、uh, I don't know, I believe, Bobby, you were saying something to him every time I turned my back. But I, just when I'm thinking the thing,、uh, the roll was over, he wanted to roll again. We must have rolled for about 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> But he's got heart. I like the guy. He's got yeah, heart. Yeah, he's,、uh, he's got heart for sure.、Yeah. Um, I wasn't saying anything to him.、Uh, I just, Bobby, that's so like、I、you, man. <laughs> But I like the heart, man. And I got back out there and rolled with him. But he, he, until he got uh, uh, scored a point, he wasn't willing to go home.、So. That's right. I, I like that about him. But,、uh, you know, you, you got some great kids over there working out、mm-hmm. and great ladies that are over there working out. Yeah. And, It's just, it's just a good environment. It's a great environment. I mean, it's a、uh, <clears throat> camaraderie, is, is the, you know, our favorite word.、Um, you look at football teams, you look at sports teams,、uh, you look at military, police officers,、um, anything that, you know, you kind of put your sweat, blood, and tears on the line together,、right. uh, you have that camaraderie. And、um, that, that's kind of how we feel on the mats. I mean, well, it's good. Now, uh, word got back to me that、uh, our very own Jackson Powell had a match up in Memphis. Yes, he did. He tell did. Us, tell, tell us what happened.、Um, so I can't remember the promotion. It was in Memphis、yeah. um, just a couple of months ago. Right.、Um, it was,、um, I, I can't so remember. So I thought it was some kind of, was it MMA? It was MMA. Yeah, yeah. he fought an MMA match. And、right. uh, three rounds,、um, I think it was three five minute rounds.、Mm-hmm. And he dominated. I mean,、yeah. he looked great.、Uh, his, his stand up was clean. His、uh, takedowns were clean. He's good.、Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's got good. good muscle memory, man. That guy、he's、is、good. on point. So, hat good, tip to Jackson. And, that, and that's, a, you know, that's a product of training pretty much your entire life.、Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's 18 years old, and,、right. and um, he's, he's got heart and he's tough as well.、Yeah. Uh, we've got a lot of kids, I say kids, that they're adults now、mm-hmm. um, that started training when, in their early teens.、Right. And, and, you know, now I don't want to mess with them. No, no.、Uh, you no. know, we've seen, we've seen kids come in and train jujitsu because、uh, their parents wanted them, they were playing other sports. And they came in, and、uh, we've got one that is now in the Army、uh, mm-hmm. and in college as well.、Right. But we've watched him come from a 12 year old kid to, I don't know, maybe 21, 22 now.、Mm-hmm. Um, so we've watched them all develop and grow up and become、um, young adults. Right. Well, one thing about it, you know, people worry about bullying and things like that. These kids learn a few takedown moves, you know, to the other kids in their class or in their school. They see. See them take down somebody. That, I mean, that's going to buy them some respect. I think that,、uh, you know, a lot of people think that. But,、um, you know, one of the things personally for me that it's taught is I don't have to do that to、right. prove anything. You、right. know, I mean, I can just walk away. Right.、Um, and so a lot of it is,、um, 
you know, yeah, sure, you can put somebody down on the ground and put them in a submission. Is that really necessary? Yeah. You know, let's. Well, let's, I'm talking, I, I was speaking mainly in, in unprovoked situations where the, sure. where they're being accosted. Sure. You know, you know, so. Yeah. And I, I mean, if you really have to do it, I mean, you just got to do what you got to do. Right. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we teach the, I guess, the mindset of, you know, don't go out looking for a fight. Right. Use this as a last resort. Kind of, you know, talk your way out of it and de-escalate the situation. Right, right. Use use some wisdom and you would hope, folks. We would we would encourage you to uh, allow your child to check. I mean, what age would you recommend uh, uh, sending somebody over there? You know, uh, most programs start about five, mm-hmm. um, five, six. That's a that's a good age to start. I mean, mm-hmm. for for kids that age, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, teaches some techniques. Uh, get some used to being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, even, you know, you were in your, what, mid-60s when mm-hmm. you started? Right. Early 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uncomfortable because you it were was. put in positions yeah. where, you know, people are in between your legs, right. they're on top of you, you can't it breathe, right. you're sweating, they're sweating all over you, right. you're sweating all over them. So think of that aspect as a little kid. I right. mean, it's scarier for you as right. an adult, so it's definitely scary for a child. Mm-hmm. So you just make them comfortable and have fun with it yeah. so that when they – get a little older and get comfortable with it, then they're used to the the, the submissions yeah. and the and the uncomfortable positions. You know, one of the snowball called here the other day talking about he's he's been walking five miles carrying a farmer's carry and all that kind of and I, I try to tell people the 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 three minute rounds, five minute rounds is it, it's more taxing than somebody thinks just because they can run, you know, four or five miles, it's a whole different taxing. <laughs> Yeah, we've seen uh, we've seen some, and I say athletes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen some people that train other um, high intensity programs mm-hmm. that have come in, and that, you know, bodybuilders. We've seen, um, you know, and I don't want to say it all on air and, and hurt somebody's feelings, and mm-hmm. and they call in mad at me. They can be mad at you all day, <laughs> ready you know? to challenge you. Um, <laughs> but um, but we've seen a lot of people from different disciplines, uh, whether it be bodybuilding, high intensity programs that think, oh, well, I can do this because my cardio, my VO2 max is way up here. Right. Um, but you get, like you said, punching, throwing mm-hmm. against the wall, taking down and on the ground. It's mm-hmm. a totally different dynamic. Mm-hmm. And you're out of the breath. You're out of breath. I mean, I've seen guys that can bench press, you know, 300, 400 pounds come in there, get put on the ground and mm-hmm. they're yeah. exhausted. Well, one of the things that Bobby, Bobby's good at is, is, is uh, putting his weight. Of course, you know, that's one of the things you learn as you go along, how to Use your weight, and if you they gas you out on uh, putting that weight on you, baby, I don't care. And for you, the listeners, once it's gone, it's gone. For the listeners that don't know me, I'm only 125 pounds, and, and that's just his head. <laughs> <laughs> Our number six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. Let's take a quick. All right, folks, we're back for the final few minutes of the first hour of the Kim Way Show. Bobby Guillory's in the studio with us. He is the my jujitsu uh, rolling partner. We're going to roll here during the break. Uh, top of the hour here so i can pin his ears back so he can go to the uh class night tied up as a pretzel <laughs> i think this is the third break where you said we're gonna roll uh, well i mean you know, you know you, you're sitting over there making conversation trying to uh, uh, so i see what he's stalling man dude That's no it. i've got i got people they are loving the fact that i said i weigh 125 <laughs> <laughs> like yeah in high school <laughs> yeah <laughs> from the from the uh waist down maybe yeah, or whatever you know <laughs> But no, uh, uh, Bobby's a character. He is known to be a character, but he's a good guy. And that's with all the guys over there, man. We send a shout out to everybody and uh, uh, just wish everybody. I just wish parents would just take the opportunity. And uh, parents, if you have a child who's athletic, 
they're in different sports. During their off season, they ought to really consider doing some jujitsu. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I I did a like a <laughs> self defense seminar um, not long ago, and it was to a, a soccer team, mm-hmm. and it was it was a team building aspect. And the coach was like, "Do you think this is beneficial in the off season?" So absolutely, mm-hmm. you know, the footwork. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. I can't name off the top of my head, you know, um, celebrities or professional athletes that right. train MMA. But I know that Reggie Bush. Kim Wade. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, Reggie Bush trained MMA on the off season. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Just to keep uh, the footwork and right. stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure there's plenty of uh, of athletes that do that. But, yeah, it's it's one of those things that keep you in, in you know, some pretty good shape. It's very good for cross-training. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I tell my son, mm-hmm. um, you know, as a runner, you're constantly running using that, that muscles, uh, right. that single group of muscles. Um, so train jiu-jitsu, and that's a great f- way to cross-train. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it works the entire body instead of um, – you know, just that single muscle group. And people are going to think that I'm a running expert and right. know that I'm not. Well, and that's the other thing about it. Uh, you know, I had gotten too old for stand-up martial arts, getting thrown and all that. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't mind getting thrown, but I can't do it every class. That's right. You that's know? right. And with jujitsu, you don't have that unless you, you know, roll with somebody dirty like you who will throw and slam that's people right. down. I sure will. <laughs> Boy, if the sensei is not looking, Bobby will, he'll gouge your eyes out. Listen, man. there is <laughs> equal opportunity over here. I go into kids class and wreck them. <laughs> Put that weight on them, man. I tell you what. But no, it, it, is, it is really fun, folks. I do encourage you to do it. And uh, again, uh, if you've gotten too old for the traditional martial arts in terms of being thrown and all that, uh, jiu-jitsu is the next step for us older guys. And I, I would probably, you know, be training or going somewhere until they carry me out of here. Absolutely. Yeah, same here. I think that, um, you know, everybody that I know um, has, once they found it, it's stuck. Mm-hmm. You know, you have some that will come in, try it out, and they don't fall in love with it. And I think they just didn't find their niche. Right. Um, or it may not have been the right class. May have not, or or instructor for them. B- before we get out of here. One thing that I've noticed about jiu-jitsu that once you obtain, say, the level of a blue belt, you're pretty much confident, competent uh, in terms of taking care of yourself in the average fight. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, Most places you've got to be a black belt to really have that muscle memory to make right. everything click. And I think that a lot of people think, too, is just because I achieve this rank mm-hmm. or this, um, I guess, what a level, mm-hmm. um, that I can just quit. Right. You know, it's just like muscle memory. Right. You know, keep going, keep going. And, and uh, don't chase the rank. Right. Just come in and have fun That's with right. it. That's right. um, you get to blue belt, just keep practicing, keep mm-hmm. training. You know, well, you have groups where you can get mats and train at the house mm-hmm. and drill and things like that. As long as you keep it going and the muscle memory alive, you should be good to go. All right, folks. Hey, you heard Bobby talk about his lighting career. If you have any questions regarding lighting or if you want to save money on the lights that you have, if you can't catch up with Bobby, call me and I'll hook you guys up. Let's take a break. We'll be back in about eight minutes. You of all people should never talk about the way that Benny Thompson's appearance is. I have saw you slumped all down, no posture. 